What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the Against All Odds podcast. It's been a while. I haven't done that intro in a while, but it feels good. Um, to be honest, the whole Against All Odds podcast hasn't really been around. We haven't really done an episode in like a year, almost almost exactly a year because of COVID and quarantine and everything. And I just thought, I don't know if it was right to start inviting people into the apartment during the midst of a pandemic. But now with the team being tested all the time, I feel pretty comfortable and I, I'm excited for this new season. Uh, today I'm here with Mimi. Mimi, you want to say hi? What's up? How you, how you feeling today? Um, I'm just kind of thrown off by this whole time change thing. <laughs> because it's a uh, daylight savings time? Yeah, like it's like what, almost, it's seven? It's past seven? I feel like it's like three o'clock. Yeah, I saw actually somewhere that they, there's a petition to get rid of it in general, to be honest. Yeah, I might sign that petition. <laughs> okay. Send it over. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. How did I do that? Roll. Roll the intro. Roll. Roll intro. I forgot what I did, but here's the intro. Okay. So in this podcast, um, we're kind of just going to talk about the last month or so of kind of like moving into the apartment, the behind the scenes. I want to go into some specifics about like how contracts work in the USL in terms of like housing and living and, and my past contracts and teammates, like what they've been dealing with moving around and bouncing around in the USL and everything. Um, and as well as just kind of like random stuff. And then in the future with future episodes, start bringing in teammates and doing the typical talking about players' lives and, and all that stuff. So um, how has, we've been now living in this apartment for three weeks. How has the last three weeks, the move, everything been for you? Settling in into Tulsa again. Well, it was, I mean, obviously it was the easiest because it was the third time we've done this. So pretty seamless. I so we're like pros now? Yeah. I mean, the only problem has been the house plant situation, really. <laughs> That's it. The house, our, we've been trying to get plants for our apartment. <laughs> and it, I don't know if you guys, you probably can't see it, but it's right here. We got a plant. Um, but we got this one big plant because it's very hard to find plants that cats are not talk like, or they're not toxic to cats. Mm -hmm. And then we found this one that was really cool. What was it, was it called? It was the only one I could find that was not toxic to Gucci. And it was a dwarf cypress. It was really cute. <laughs> Brought it home for one day and Shelly just like almost died. <laughs> it was so bad. My eyes were puffy. I had like, I was, I probably sneezed every five minutes for no, a that, good, probably like every like minute for a good 24, it 48 hours. Bad. He said it his was chest really hurt it, from sneezing so much. I sneezed so much. I had almost had a sore throat. I was sneezing so much. I mm -hmm. thought I had COVID to be honest for a couple, uh, like a couple hours. And I'm like, no, Great. it's definitely, it's definitely a plant. Um, so I literally had to dig it out of the pot that I had potted it in and I had to return the tree and I had already returned the smaller plant because I got two plants because Gucci ate it and almost died. <laughs> so then I had to return and switch out that one. So dramatic. <laughs> so now it's just like ridiculous. I've gone to this nursery like 10 times and we went today to look for a new little tree for the living room that Shelly isn't allergic to and Gucci's not allergic to and toxic to. Doesn't exist. That's tough stuff first world problems yeah really but everything is. else in the apartment is really nice we got new yeah. sofas yep so that's why the uh this is the starting filming the first podcast now is because we got the uh, the couches or the sofas whatever they're not sectional sofas the technical term sofas we got the sofas and they're fantastic i've already taken multiple naps on it and uh i think this is pretty good with having two now it's a good podcast setup mm -hmm. don't you think yeah. like it's not awkward like sitting right next to each other that we just was need one more camera that shows 
both. the full thing. Yeah, in, in due time. It will, it will happen. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm really, really liking this. I, I decided to move out from my last apartment or we decided to move out from the last apartment because I really enjoyed that being so close to the training facilities. It was literally a three minute drive over there. So nice. Three minute drive to Target, three minute drive to like everything that you need. But it wasn't like the most fun area because mm-hmm. especially when with quarantine and lockdown, we wanted to go on a lot of, or we went on a lot of walks last year. We're trying to go in like in cooler areas just to be outside and it wasn't the best area for that. But do you like this area more than the, the last apartment? I like my location a lot better. There's a couple crazies outside, but <laughs> I mean, you have to deal with that, I guess, in any downtown city. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just people yelling, loud cars, <laughs> sirens, yeah. but I, it's, the closest I've actually been to downtown, I feel like for any apartment I've had, it's like five minute drive, if that, right into downtown, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like walking distance some, to some cool like coffee shops and close to like a very nice like uh, area that we like to go eat and stuff. Um, so yeah, not bad. And, mm-hmm. and the apartment complex is super nice already. I really like it. It's a little bit smaller than the last one, but I think it's upgrading in terms of... Yeah, the quality's the definitely quality, better. Yeah. It feels very high end, high end, cozy. Yeah, and we got the mirror moody. with the lights behind it. Whenever I yeah. go into uh, team training, up, yeah. <laughs> whenever I go into training, everyone's like, "Hey, how's your mirror going?" I'm like, "It's fantastic, bro." <laughs> That's like Bradley when when uh, I was talking to him. He's like, "How's the light?" I was like, "I have a lot of lights. Like, you have to be more specific, Bradley." He's like, "In the bathroom." I was the like, "What?" Like, the mirror light. I was like. <laughs> I didn't know it was like a topic of discussion on the yeah, team. Yeah, no, I've, I've been bragging about it to my teammates. Um, and then this is kind of brings me to the next kind of thing that I really want to talk about was like, why, like for most USL teams, I, got, I want to give you guys some insight to how kind of like contracts work in the USL and every league is going to be different. For example, in MLS, they don't give team housing. They don't have like a, a stipend for housing usually. Usually it's just your yearly salary. They give you your yearly salary. That. Really? Yeah, yeah. You've never told me that. Yeah. In the MLS, it's like they just give you a yearly salary and then you find your own apartment. Just It's just like a normal job. Like they give you the salary. And the USL and the second division in the USL League One, the technically the third division, and I think in the NISA, most teams will have team housing so that they'll have like apartments that players can choose to live in for free. And you really just have to pay for like your internet and maybe your utilities sometimes. Um and that's really nice, especially because the USLs, you're not being paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's really nice to get rent paid for a lot of the times, especially when you're starting out. Um, or like what I did and I have been doing for the last few years is you get a stipend and you get to take the stipend that they would be giving you for the free housing and you take that and then you can basically just get cash, an extra addition of cash every month and use that for your rent. So that's what I've been doing the last few years. Yeah. And, uh, we got lucky last year because the housing wasn't the best, I felt like. But this year, the housing is pretty nice. So it could have been good, but I think that the it's... The team housing. Yeah, yeah, the team housing. But I, was I think like, ours that, was fine. <laughs> no, the team about? housing. Yeah. But like, I think that it's always better to like just have the your choice. Because sometimes you're kind of like looking for something very specific. Like Especially yeah. with you being an interior designer and us being like podcasts and filming and lights and windows and stuff. It's kind of picky, you know? You think we got it with this one? You think you're happy? I'm never happy. Yeah, you could say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I just think that, um, yeah, I just, I'm like hyper aware of every like little detail. So I feel like no matter where I am, like I'm going to 
find things, you know? Yeah. It's going to be good when we get a house because I feel like actually I, I think what you're going to have to do is when we go, you're going to have to go to the first showings for That's tons. what you said. You're like, I'm not going with you to every single one because, because I'm definitely going to like, I need to see a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to have options and I'm probably going to rule out them very quickly because you're picky to a fault and I'm, this works. I'm happy he, with like, it to a he fault. He would buy a house and not know that there's like a hole in the floor in the kitchen or a basement. What? Like I wouldn't, I don't know. What? <laughs> like I wouldn't know. I'd be like, I'd buy the house and all of a sudden like a week later, I'm like, oh cool, we got a basement. Yeah. Like you just wouldn't, like he literally will go to a store and he'll just buy stuff off the, off the shelf and not look at it and get home. And it's like the wrong item. The milk it always gets me. I always, yeah, I always just pick he up just the fat free milk. He milk and he was trying to buy whole milk. Like yeah. who messes that up? Because I'm focused on trying to get the lactose free version of the milk. I got that. I locked that down, but I wasn't worried about the whole milk. Yeah. 2%, 1%. But see the problem with that is like when we are looking at apartments, you saw one apartment and you just loved the view and I was Mm. like well didn't you pay attention to like the dingy carpets like the dark hallways like the location of the gym you're like what I don't remember any of that I just remember the view is really good (laughs) it's like I'm an optimist just just focus on the good things yeah but yeah that's that's a good mix it's a good it's a good balance um but yeah I mean and then other other news too I've kind of talked about this a little bit in the vlog but like um we, this is the first time that we flew out here and shipped the car, which was nice, expensive, but it was nice, but it kind of worked out. Um, like when you factor in the hotels and the gas and the food that you eat out and everything is decently priced. But, um, but yeah, we, we shipped out the car here. It was a pretty smooth process. Everything like since we've done this, like for this is a, what seventh year now, sixth year now of moving or doing this, I feel like we kind of got it down. It's like, okay, get the apartment first. Then you get worry about the setting up the water and electricity. Then you worry about how you're going to get your car and furniture yeah. there. And then you like, it's kind of like a process that your Wi-Fi is already set up so you can get there and already start having mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Like it's a very like boom, 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 just knocking out steps. And I think we did pretty good. I feel like very adult about that. Yeah. Like I feel like we've moved more times than any human should probably in our life. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not about- hunter gatherers anymore. Like we <laughs> are supposed to find a place we want to be and just stay there. Yeah. But think about, I mean, so many people have jobs and they move around a ton though. I know, but not every 10 months. That's like military. Yeah. People. But I mean, there's still people that do that. I mean, I, it's extreme, but like, yeah. And, and a lot of people I was even seeing like in the comment section of the, of the YouTube video when I was kind of like going over like saying this like look i'm here for you know to the end of the season and then talking about moving back in again people are asking like what do you do with your furniture what do you do with like your stuff having a 10-month contract because most you know every contract i've ever had has been 10 months 10 11 month contracts and it's tough i mean there's no way around it like three options yeah you either keep your apartment over the off season keep all your stuff and not have to move Mm -hmm. Or you get a storage unit and put all your stuff in the storage unit wherever your team was and then go live your off season. Or the third option is to take everything with you and not leave anything behind or leave like a couple things behind because you don't know where you're going to go. And it's hard because a lot of times beginning of the off season, you don't know what your plan is for the next year. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, oh, we'll just get a storage unit. But yeah, you know, so you might be on the, the other side of the world. the last three years, um, like I kind of had an idea that I was coming back to Tulsa, like all from like even 2018 to 2019, 2019 to 2020, 2020 to 2021. I had an idea I was coming to Tulsa. So like I, it wasn't for sure though, but I would get a storage unit and kind of throw stuff in there. And then 
and just kind of like sit and be like, well, if I don't sign at Tulsa, I sign somewhere else. You probably knew you were going to sign at Tulsa, but then you're like, I'll just give Mimi the the idea that maybe we'll go to Europe or <laughs> Thailand. Or <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> all never, along you knew we were going back. You never back. know because like I've had so many contracts or coaches or, or people be like, look, yeah, we want to sign you. We're all set to go. And then something, it fall through and it doesn't work out. So you just never want to like not, I, in my mind, I don't, like I really, if I'm just like, yeah, I'm coming back to Tulsa and then I stop looking, I'm stopped talking to my agent doing that. That's when it's going to fall through. And that's when it's, you're going to come around to January and be without a contract and be panicking. So it's like, I kind of almost do that to myself, even though I know it's 99% sure I'm coming back to Tulsa or wherever that I'm like in my mind, I was like, Oh, it's 50 50 because, because I want, I don't want to get that like, I, if it does fall through, I don't want to be panicking later. Yeah, that's the tricky thing about this coming off season, which will have to be like a whole separate episode. But we're getting married. You're finishing your season. So you'll mm-hmm. finish your season. Yeah. We have to somehow get to San Diego really quickly, move out of our apartment, do something with all of our stuff. You have to have a bachelor party. I have to have a bridal shower, bachelorette party. We're still having an engagement party. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna have my, I told you my godmother wants to throw it for us. And Is your godmother? Anne. I haven't met Anne. That's why we're having an engagement party. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, and then, so we're getting married early December. Then we have to go on a honeymoon. And then it's Christmas. And then it's like... Preseason will start Preseason. Again. And so I'm just worried. Not worried, because I don't think you'll have the problem. But... I want you to be able to enjoy that off season and like relax and enjoy your wedding and enjoy the honeymoon. And I feel like if you are stressing, like, where am I going to go? Do I have a contract? Do I have a backup? Like, I feel like it's just going to make it like way harder to enjoy what we have scheduled. Yeah, no, it will be, you know? Yeah. So no pressure, but <laughs> do really good this season. Yeah, no pressure. Score 10 yeah, goals. Yeah, so no, that's that's just, I mean, there's no way around it though. Yeah. It's basically like, it's just tough. It's just difficult. Like you just know that like all of this stuff in this apartment that took so long to get, it, it moved in and set up and everything. In less than a year, you're just moving it all back out. And so like for yeah. the end of the season, again, after this season, most likely we will put it in a storage unit somewhere, depending on where I think, whether I'm coming back here, whether it's going somewhere else, whatever, putting it in a storage unit and just keeping it there for a few months while then we forget about it and focus on getting married in San Diego and that kind of stuff. (laughs) And then as soon as you get the new contract, either back in Tulsa or wherever, whatever happens, then it's okay, now let's focus on the storage unit again, get that stuff, and then bringing all that stuff to your new place. But if it is like abroad or somewhere far away, then we, you just I leave mean, it in the storage it's unit. not worth it to ship all yeah. your silverware from San Diego across mm-hmm. the world. So then it's like, do you keep a storage unit for a year? Do you sell it? Yeah. Do you put it in your parents' house? <laughs> and that's almost like a, like a, there's always like two, I feel like as for pro players, there's always like two types of players. And usually like the younger players, like if you guys have seen the younger players up until about 25, usually just go light. They don't own any furniture. They just show up. They have like one suitcase. They have one backpack and they just travel wherever 
and the team sets them up with like a furnished apartment. The team will set them up with everything else, you know. They'll buy like dollar store pots and pans and plates and stuff. Um, or if they're on a huge contract, they'll just buy new stuff all the time. But at the lower leagues, they'll buy the dollar store pots and pans and knives and forks. Walmart, like yeah, Walmart, plates. Yeah, the pillows. And, and then come oh, season, pillows. at the end of the season, they just kind of like donate everything or throw it away and then repeat. Just leave with the suitcase and backpack again. But yeah. then as most players get older... They kind of, you know, kind of want to start becoming adults, kind of like what you see with my channel. You're like, okay. And your contracts usually get better and better. So you're like, okay, like I want to get a little bit nicer couch. I kind of want to get a lamp. I kind of want to have a nightstand. I kind of want to. Yeah. Next year's the big year. We're going to get nightstands. You think? <laughs> next year's the, yeah. Because we'll we've updated, I mean. But I mean, what, again, what if it's over in Europe? We'll get European nightstands. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. do you think? So, but usually that's what happens. Usually when you get older, then the players, then you have to spend more money moving all the, the stress of moving all the furniture and everything. But like, even like talking to like Chase Boone, who I trained with in off season, he is like 24. He's one of the younger guys and he's still, he doesn't the, have anything. he's just, he's like, yeah, bro, I go over to Denmark with my suitcase and a backpack. I got a couple of black t-shirts, a couple of white t-shirts and I'm good to go. Yeah, no, he's and crazy. Then, and I mean, but that's what I was like. That's how I went to Germany. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, yeah, it's fine for a couple of years, but then pretty soon, like, you want to start accumulating yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, that's, I went to Germany like that. I went to St. Louis almost like that. I went to Orange County like that. I mean, in Orange County was a mattress on the floor, you know, because especially there, I was only there for four months finishing out the season. Yeah. So there, especially, it was very well, now, yeah. light. Our mattress is lifted now, so it's yeah. Now we got elevated, and so every year I feel like yeah, you you kind of accumulate a little bit more, but still you're even as you're accumulating stuff, you're still kind of forced to be a, a minimalist in sorts. Like you you kind of get. I would consider us minimal. You you like joke about it that I'm not a minimalist, but like for most people our age, we don't have that much stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth. Sometimes I think we're minimalist, minimalist and other times I'm like, no, nah, we got way too much Hi, stuff. princess. What's up, Gooch? Somebody's awake. <laughs> um, oh, pretty girl. But yeah, and then so like another, another example too is like one of my teammates here at Tulsa, Joaquin. Joaquin basically did the, he was playing at St. Louis last year, so St. Louis FC. He knew he was going to come and sign for Tulsa, but he spends off season in Las Vegas with his family. So he basically was in St. Louis, took all of his furniture and everything with his girlfriend, and they drove down to Tulsa. It was probably like six hour, seven hour drive. Put it all in a storage unit Vegas? here. No, 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 from St. Louis. Oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah, you gotta follow. Come on. <laughs> uh, drove six, seven hours down here, and then with the U-Hauls, it's always cheaper to drop them off at the same place that you pick them up. So then he drove back to St. Louis, dropped off the U-Haul, picked back up his car, drove to Las Vegas, spent off season in Las Vegas, drove back here to Tulsa at the start of preseason. I would have paid him to not do that. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah, but. It's uh, every, I mean, every single player goes through that. And unless you're on a five-year contract at Man United, you know, and getting paid millions, you, you really don't have to, to deal with that. But even then, like, it's crazy over there. Like, you'll still get loaned out. You still get, you know, unhappy and you ask to be transferred or you ask you to be whatever. It's like, it's, it's never as secure as you, as you like imagine. Yeah. Gucci just chilling in your lap, huh? She loves me. Um, uh, also I kind of wrote down some stuff. I'm going to kind of go over this, but I talked about the stipend for housing. Why? Like we talked about why I wanted the stipend for housing, but I'll kind of wanted to also go over my previous teams 
and kind of talk about the like situation if I got a stipend or what you know what just to show you give you some insight on those. But basically in Germany, I just got that housing in Germany. If you guys remember that attic, tiny little apartment that worked out really well, loft. That was like my manager's friend, and they kind of just Ooh. gave me that that loft. Oh, your camera just shut out. Okay, had to. That's the one thing I don't like about podcasts. Is that all or, of this stuff? No, well, I mean, just like it's annoying to like, why can't cameras record longer than thirty minutes? Because maybe it's like a like a safety thing, so that if you leave it on, it turns off. I don't. They probably have cameras that are for podcasts that last longer than twenty minutes. I got to do some research about that because it's annoying to do that. Yeah, it's kind anyway, of anyway. I had to just change out the uh, camera because one of them, the battery was dying or whatever. But yeah, I want to give a little bit of insight on like the different contracts I've had and like the housing situation. Gucci, you knock that light over, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> she's <laughs> just, just a child. Anyway, uh, yeah. So like my very first contract, Germany. Um, yeah, the housing was pretty much just provided for me by the manager of the club, um, and it worked out really well. And then Orange County, same thing. Actually, no, Orange County, I had a $500 stipend there. And living in Orange County is a nightmare with housing costs. You can basically buy a cereal box for $500. Yeah, so I basically lived with like five other teammates or four other teammates. So five of us in a two-bedroom apartment, which is crazy. But Orange County has gotten so much better. They got new owners and and really ramped up. That was like kind of like the early stages of the USL. And it wasn't the best... uh, back then and then uh at st louis team housing they had two bedroom apartment and i lived with dragon stoikov and uh it was great setup pretty nice apartments i was there as well you you kind of bounced in and out yeah how long were you there for like half the season were you yeah 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 i can't remember you don't remember me being there no are you serious (laughs) no i remember i remember and then new zealand the i lived with the host family the hornsby's great experience there and then for the once Mimi came in we kind of just got our own place just on my own time and then Tulsa the first year was stipend or no no stipend second year stipend third year this year stipend so I just kind of like that's what I've been just choosing to do with the uh with the contracts and, and that's what I've kind of found especially as like as players get older again and they get like pets or dogs or kids they don't want to be in the team housing either with an apartment or like with a roommate or anything. So they kind of get, you know, like you're, you're like, you know what, time for a house or time for my own two bedroom or time like me and my wife want to pick out, you know, our own apartment or whatever. So that's typically what happens. But then if you're alone, like if you're alone, it's great to have a roommate and live with another guy. It's just rides and, and some companies. You're not still alone in your apartment all the time. So you're going to have to figure out what's right for you at that that time of your life yeah I don't know being alone kind of sounds nice you'd think that but like you're alone I know that you're alone in a place with and you only have your teammates and it's not like you have your family you don't have yeah, any other friends yeah but you see your teammates every single day yeah, but like going, it's nice to come, like I that's one thing that I don't like about roommates is that like when you come home from work you come home from school like I just like you're around people all day and you just kind of want like yeah, but there's pros and cons. Sometimes, like if, if things aren't going well, it's not fun to come back into a, a quiet apartment and just be like just chilling. Like in Germany, I think it depends on the person. In Germany, I wish I had a host family or I wish I had a roommate. There. Well, it depends on the person. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I don't know if, if I would like having a host family, because then you kind of have to like 
abide by yeah. and respect like their there's there's just schedule. pros and cons no it depends on the person not yeah, everybody but likes mean, the same thing yeah yeah no i agree but there are pros and cons to it but then you agree that i can like something that you but have you ever just lived alone in an apartment no because of you yeah no so that's what i'm saying like i've lived alone though no with a roommate. <laughs> but the thing, okay, this is the thing. I've lived in apartments where, like, I my roommate has been a stranger. And we yeah. didn't talk. Yeah, like, they no. literally were a stranger. So I feel like I was, like, living alone. Yeah. Like, it wasn't an interaction thing. Yeah, but still, it's, it, it's, I feel like it's just, di- like, that's different than just you are actually alone. I think I would enjoy that. One hundred percent. Like I said, it's nice no, at times. I would enjoy that. It's nice at no, times. No, I would. I'm talking. Admit <laughs> that nice I would enjoy time. that. I think you would enjoy parts of it, but I think it, it gets no. very lonely. You live over in Germany by yourself for for nine months. It, it gets hard to just be by yourself every single day, and just in your own head talking well, to yourself. But that that's your situation because you weren't you you. I mean, you went to training, which was like an hour or two hours. You weren't with people all day. You were literally just by yourself in this apartment all day long. Normal people have normal jobs and they go out and they see people and they see friends and they're interacting with humans all day. And then they yeah. come home and they just want to lay down or watch TV. Yeah, that's true. You were in your own head the entire time. Yeah. No, I think that was an extreme example. Like imagine but still. If, you had, if you had your own apartment and you were in San Diego, Seattle, Portland, like you'd love that. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I still think it'd be, it'd be tough. Okay, agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree on this one. But yeah. Uh, we'll disagree to agree. Disagree to agree. Do you want to talk about a little bit about what you've been up to in terms of, because also another thing about moving around every nine months is that it's very hard for Mimi or other wives or fiancés or whatever to basically figure out what they're going to do. Yeah, have a life, have a career. <laughs> and there's kind of like three things that people like girlfriends, wives, or fiancés do is they either drop everything and kind of follow their husband or a significant other around and basically like, yeah, I'll pick up odd jobs or just be a stay at home, like wife or mom during like the seasons, or they kind of do like back and forth and kind of like, Oh, I work in Dallas, but then I'll come over up on the weekends and see you or be out here, work remotely a little bit, or they, uh, just do long distance for the entire season. And I've seen all three and I've seen all three work and I've seen all three not work. So do you want to talk about what you are doing this season and the, and the little things that you got this year? Um, well, I, before we moved back here, I was, I got some of my own design jobs in San Diego, my own clients there. So I've been continuing to work on those jobs, but at the same time, I feel like I won't be able to sustain that work because they always say like, have you heard that saying where it's like, you need to look for work like the most when you're busiest. Have you heard that? No. Because oh, maybe it's like a design thing because with jobs, a lot of times like it takes a couple months, especially a couple weeks to get going on a project. So if you wait until you have no work, it's too late. There's another three months it's of an, nothing. Yeah. Cause then there's like this waiting mm-hmm. period. So they always say like a lot of times like people make that mistake when they're busy and they have work and they have clients, they don't look for more work. Yeah. So they wait until the, you know, it's too late. So what I was doing was I was trying to avoid that happening. So I just reached out to companies in Tulsa and I just asked if they needed any drafting work done, any extra bits that can be done remotely or in the office, like whatever, because nobody was hiring. Like I couldn't find any positions open 
in Tulsa at all for design. So I just emailed them and I knew somebody would be desperate. Like I knew somebody would need some, you know what I mean? And, um, somebody did. So I've just been doing some drafting work and it's actually a lot of work (laughs) to do. Um, these drawings are just endless. Yeah. Mimi's like, we'll be starting like the AutoCAD and Revit drafting work when I'm leaving for the double day. And then as I come back from my second double day, she's still doing it. She just takes a small break when I'm coming back for lunch. And then like even today, what is today? Sunday? Yeah, it's today, Sunday. And she was been doing work. Probably put in like seven hours I was going to say seven, eight hours today. And you made me stop. Like I would have, I'm kind of pissed off that I have to do this right I was like, we need to film a podcast. I'm drawing a laundry room. I need to finish. But yeah, no, you're very, it's good though, because I think that it's, it's so nice. I mean, I think like, it's kind of like, why it was like lonely in Germany is because it's almost like when you don't have much to do and you you just get in your own head, like you're just bored and boredom leads to just not being happy. Like I think happiness is like you have to be doing something actively. Yeah. You have to be busy. And I think what's, what's great about this job that I got um, with the designer here, she said, and she has like a pretty big office because a lot of designers don't have like a huge office. It's usually just enough for like a workspace, whatever. But hers Mm -hmm. is like pretty decent. And she said that I can go work there whenever I want, if I want to get out of my apartment. So I have somewhere to go. I just haven't really, I get so like, yeah, obsessed you, you with what I'm doing go? that I can't even leave them. Do you think you're going to go like this week? Like try to just pop in the office? I was going to kind of wait till you were done with double days. Cause I feel like the car situation is too complicated. Yeah, that's true. And you only have like one more week of that. Yeah. Yeah. Double days are wearing me down. We got yeah. double day Monday, double day Tuesday. And then I think it's really going to be easing up mm-hmm. because the last two weeks have been like about three, four double days a week, which is just, it's tiring. But I think this year we, I mean, Mike and, and the coaching staff and everything, they've done such a good job of like, uh, moder- monitoring the, the workload. Cause they have the GPS and the vest and they monitor like your, how many miles you're putting in and your workload. And so if you ever kind of like push up into like the danger zone and doing too much, then they tailor back a lot. That so happens to me a lot. Huh? It happens to me a lot. Yeah. When you push into the da- danger zone of yeah, your workouts, I work too hard. Yeah. So now it's Tell been, it's been good. Tell them about your, uh, fitness test yeah so we did the, the fitness test was uh it's funny the first time we did the fitness test we tried to do a variation of a yo-yo test yeah it and didn't work. it didn't work out but the second one the second and then a couple like uh, about a week later we did the second fitness test and, and literally the fitness test it's not like a like oh if you fail you can't play for the team it's just to kind of compare every player and a competition to see who's fit Who's not to judge you to judge you. Yeah. It's literally just a comparison against your teammates, but it was like a, a, another variation of the yo-yo test. And basically you kind of like had to run out, um, and back and then out and back and out and back. So a three times shuttle run in at 30 seconds and you start really short, like 15 yards. And then it goes to 20 yards, 25 yards, 30, 35, 40. And you do each distance three times. So in total, nine shuttles basically at each distance and you have a 15 second break after each one. So it's, it's really confusing confusing. That makes sense. It doesn't. So it's like they're back, they're back, they're back 15 second break. Yeah. They're back, they're back, they're back 15 second break. Do that one more time. And then now you go five yards further again, three times that and keep going. And the farthest one's about 40 yards. I think, I think, 
and that one is killer and like uh but i finished it all so i finished the last thing at the 40 yard one i won i think the second best person was like got like two stages behind me and he literally uh, finished the fitness yeah test. finished the fitness test but there was no way i could have i couldn't even stand up at the last one i i was telling mimi when i was running back like I was just so determined to beat it. Like I started getting the tunnel vision of like, like literal lightheaded, like I'm going to pass out probably did one too many, but I just really wanted to beat the test and I did. So it was good. So now, uh, yeah. So now they probably have to ramp up the test difficulty in case somebody comes in and beats me. They're going to love you. The team next year. Yeah. But I mean, you, the thing is no, you drop out whenever you're, when you're done, you know, it's not like you have to do that many stages. Yeah. So even if it's harder, I mean. But still, when someone sets a bar higher, it makes you look worse. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> You're like, I'm like Thanks, the kid who set the 100% of the test when. Yeah, you, yeah, you literally set the curve. Yeah, but. And the, what's funny too is this off season, I didn't do, I really didn't do any fitness, like fitness only by itself. Yeah, you say that though, but you literally did like 1v1s, 2v2s for like hours and hours and hours. I feel like that's the best fitness you can do. Yeah, it, no, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, that's what's so good, though. And, like, what I really put to the test and improve, though, is like you can really maintain, not just maintain, but improve fitness by just going with ball, like ball work, ball drills, game realistic drills. And as long as you're going and pushing yourself, competing against somebody who's also at a very high fitness level, you're going to get fit. Because I can, I've seen people just do that and, like, oh, you can't get fit. You have to add in some fitness drills and stuff but they're going against people that aren't fit. So then after five reps or whatever, they're like, oh, you know, time to chill or the other person mm-hmm. starts to slow down. You have to be going against somebody who's also extremely fit and a pro. But like, so I mean, training with Chase, Rubio, Gio, Carlos, uh, Christo, all those guys, it was all other pros that are all fit and sharp. It was really easy to maintain fitness this off season. And then I came here, I did like one John Terry fitness test got like 15 pretty, I was like, it wasn't that hard. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty happy with my fitness levels. So it was good. You should try the, the John Terry fitness test. Well, I've done incline sprints. I just didn't do the John Terry. No, like Terry. you should do it. You should do it just at the speed that would work for you. You know, whatever well, that I is. I can't run at the moment. So the speed That's would be true. <laughs> four. <laughs> Your migraines have gotten a lot better though. Yeah, but I haven't tried running. You're just scared too. Because the last time I tried running, I got... I when, when was that? In our last apartment. Yeah. I've been ramping up my cardio though, just not running. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like... The impact? The, the impact, the up and down, or if it's literally like the, the physical, like, I don't know what it is. Because mm-hmm. I can do other things. Like I was doing, it's not even elliptical. It's like something else. It like looks kind of like elliptical. It's like more of like a step thing. I don't know, but I was doing that and like, I was breathing like really hard and I was like, this is probably how hard I'd be breathing if I was running, but it was fine. Huh. But I don't want to test the, I just don't I, want to I mean, test it. I, you really don't, yeah, you know, I mean, you don't need to, it's good to get some, to get the heart rate up, but if you get the heart rate up in other ways, yeah. it, it works. So. I'm just going to trick my head. <laughs> or I can just run without like moving up and down. Power walk like yeah. Phil from uh, yeah. Modern Family. <laughs> yeah. Speed walking. With the shoes. <laughs> With the soles. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, like, uh, I mean, it's just been preseason, like just double days for the last two weeks now. So it's been going really, really well. The team's looking really good. 
I'm really enjoying like everybody on the team, the teammates. It's been pretty good so far. And uh, we're just ramping up into like starting here to play our first few preseason games. So yeah, it's been, it's been really good start. And I mean, this podcast, again, it's kind of like a, the intro podcast and I'm going to, my goal is to mix in this podcast. Like it's not just going to be with the teammates like I've done in the past. I kind of want to have like a sit down talk and interview with a teammate then do like a solo, like Q and a, then one of us talking about something podcast, huh? Like David Dobrik's podcast. With what? What do you mean? I don't know. We need to make it like his because he's just famous. We need to have you at like a desk with your mm. coffee cup where you talk to the to the guests. Famous guests like Madison Beer and stuff. Yeah. How do you know who that is? <laughs> just randomly. She's first, like five. First name. No, she's like 20, <laughs> isn't that's she? That's weird. <laughs> no, she's like five. Uh, but that is weird. No, Madison Beer's in her 20s, I feel like. No. I'm going to look it up right now. Please Google Madison Beer. I will. <laughs> no, but preseason has been going well. Can't complain. And then our first game is actually against uh, Houston Dynamo. So... We have, I think we played two MLS teams. We play Houston Dynamo and FC Dallas this uh, preseason, which I'm really like pumped about. Good this for is, you. Did, huh? It's like good for you. You don't, you don't, you're not excited about those? No, I, I 22. What did I tell you? 22 She's years still old. like 10. <laughs> for some reason, when I say good for you, it sounds really sarcastic. And I, I had to cut it out of my vlog because you're like, you came home and you're like, I was filming Gucci or something. You're like, I just had the best day of training. I was like, good for you. And I was like, why did I sound like that? I just, don't mean it like that. You have a mean soul. I, think. I know. It's just when I say that <laughs> phrase, I can't say it in like a non-sarcastic way. Yeah, no, I think it's just, it's, just, you. Your, it's just your core. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> it just sounds mean and i well, can't good for you is is just a kind of is a mean phrase in itself i just well what are you supposed to say then that's awesome that's awesome proud of you pumped pumped stoked i feel like that would be more sarcastic let's hear it pumped like i'm pumped for you i'm pumped for you <laughs> that was better than good for you good for you good for you <laughs> <laughs> i literally had to cut it out i was like oh. yeah all right. Well, this will be the uh, end of the podcast. I just want to do a little update for you guys. It's back though. I'm really excited for it. The next one, I'm going to try to bring in a teammate, do the full sit down talk with him. Cause I'm not good enough. Maybe he's not good enough. Her stories aren't as good as uh teammate stories. She's got to ramp up the, uh, the story content or else uh, she'll be cut forever out of the podcast. In what topic that we talked about today? Could I have told a story? <laughs> Your housing in orange County. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about that. <laughs> oh, I'm just messing with you. No. Me, me, How me, can I contribute to this conversation? You will be a regular in the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. It just sounds... All right, guys. Peace. It just comes out <laughs> like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>